Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. I'm proud to be joined by Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, first show of 2020. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I survived the new year. How about you? New Year's I'm, Eve? I'm, <laughs> I'm still standing. Uh, I, I love New Year's. I love uh, the holidays in general. Uh, hard to believe that, you know, 2020 is here and we're, we're back to work here and going strong but uh yep the the fun of the holidays is over and now now it's time to get back, it's to, back work. to reality isn't yeah, it i, I mean it is hard. it is here it's back to reality you know um kids are back cold among us you know <laughs> the cold is here got got to get those winter coats on um we'll be wishing for summer pretty soon but it'll be here before we know it you know <laughs> for sure for sure well dr man we're starting off 2020 and uh you mentioned this uh when we were closing our program last time that uh, there's no probably better subject to discuss than healthy start as we discuss the start to 2020. And, you know, Dr. Mann, we, we do this show. We talk about how healthy teeth are essential for great overall health. And with that, we know that sleep breathing disorders can uh, wreak some real havoc when it comes to our overall health. And uh, it's it's still baffling to me how we, we have these discussions on sleep for a show teeth talk about yes dentistry. exactly so, yeah uh, you know how does this happen how does sleep get so tied into dentistry good question you know because a lot of people are like what does this guy know about sleep you know <laughs> well i've taken a lot of courses on sleep and the reason why i started was we we have something called a 3d x-ray that scans pretty much the whole head it's kind of like a panoramic x-ray but it's more in detail so we can actually see the airway and um, what I found was when I started about 10 or 12 years ago taking these x-rays, I realized that there was a lot of airways that were narrow, you know. And then when I started doing the medical history, I saw that some of these narrow airways, a lot of people want CPAPs, okay. And so I was like thinking, okay, how about the ones that have narrow airways that aren't on CPAPs? And then I started looking into the medical history side, and those people who weren't on CPAPs that I saw had a narrow airway on that uh, x-ray that I'm looking at and the patient's looking at, they have high blood pressure that's been uncontrolled, hard to control with, um, with, with uh, medicine. They have acid reflux. I look in their mouth, and they're grinders, and they, you know, are, their teeth are deteriorating. And I was like, you know, there's got to be a correlation here. So I started sending a lot of these patients to a sleep center encouraging them, hey, I think you could possibly have some sleep breathing disorders. And what we found was that a large majority of these patients with narrow airways had a form, some form of sleep breathing disorder, usually sleep apnea. And once they were treated, they came back proficiently thinking, thanking me. I can't believe, you know, it's a, I, didn't, I didn't know I had it, but now I feel so much better that I've been treated. And so it evolved into um, me taking more classes after that and just learning what I can look for as a dentist in the mouth, because there's a lot of signs in the mouth that I can see as a dentist that will tell if someone's having sleep breathing disorders, notably sleep apnea. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, you know, we need your help to see because most people can't tell. Right. They don't they don't even know mm -hmm. that they have some sort of sleeping disorder unless maybe they have a spouse or, or something right. like spouse. That. And then, you know, even in kids, you know, um, you know, there, there's sleep breathing disorders in kids. And I guess to expound on what I said, um, uh, we realized, too, that 
that looking in kids' mouths, we saw tonsils touching each other. We saw them struggling breathing. We saw them mouth breathing. Um, and then we started looking at, okay, these mouth breathers, their skeletal profile is not good when they reach a certain age, like 12, 13, 14. It's not as good as those who aren't uh, struggling breathing. So we started doing our research on that, and then we realized, hey, it's a big problem in kids, and it's a growing problem, a growing problem. I wouldn't say problem, but it's the problem has been there, but it's a growing field of study for a lot of grants now being um, offered to health um, uh, studies to de- to determine the side effects of these breathing disorders in young kids and what they're causing. And so because of that, I just took a lot of courses, and that's why I've trained myself to help um, look in someone's mouth and say, hey, we may have a problem here. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Healthy Start is uh, and how it works, and uh, in particular, why it's so important to be on the lookout for this early rather than later. Right. So Healthy Start is, is a program for, for toddlers and children, um, and it basically addresses sleep breathing disorders. Sleep breathing disorders are um, start as early as you know as as when you bring the child home from the hospital but they're usually not diagnosed um, until the child is in the 16 to 18 month range um, you know we hear about sleep sleep breathing disorders like SIDS and things like that but there's not enough studies to determine if and what causes that sleep breathing disorder but by 16 months we can see if a p- child is struggling if they have large tonsils if if a child's waking up consistently through the night um, if you have a hard time putting that child down, they just hate going to bed and there's just a pushback, um, dark circles under the eyes, um, they're getting sick a lot, um, they're not developing like you think they should, there could be some, some that could be some major indications of sleep breathing disorders. Yeah. Gotcha. And that, again, that's not something that we want to r- wait around on. That's something that you w- want to get addressed That's right, because it, it affects a lot of things. One, it can affect speech. If it's not, you know, connected or uh, uh, detected early, we see a lot of um, uh, patients who, who you start doing. They, they come in at, uh, to our office at six or seven years old, and you start doing a past history, and you realize that sleep breathing disorder has been there for a long time, but they're having speech problems at age six or seven. Um, a lot of it is the placement of the tongue. They can't place their tongues. If you have lar- enlarged tonsils, it's pushing your tongue forward, so you can't place your tongue into the palate of your roof of your mouth um, to pronounce certain letters and so they come out funny it also can create an open bite if you're or what we call space between your front teeth when your back teeth are together we call that an open bite we see a lot of that with sleep breathing disorders so it it does affect your skeletal development as well as your cognitive and some in brain development and the reason why is you're not getting oxygen uh, you know if you're young having a hard time breathing when you go to sleep you're not getting the oxygen that you need to develop your brain, to help you grow properly, and also to help your your jaw and your airway develop in general. So it's a very important thing that I'd love and encourage parents to 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 look out for because so many of the parents aren't educated about it. Um, they just think it's a normal process of, hey, my child's sick. Um, that's why they're having a problem breathing. They're, and when their immune system gets better, it's going to get better. That's not always the case. 
Yeah, it's everything is all interconnected and so much is connected to sleep that it's an important issue and it's something that you should have addressed if you're seeing the signs and symptoms. And we're going to get into those a little bit later. But if you're seeing uh, anything related to what Dr. Mann is talking about, you probably want to schedule an appointment. Call the office 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338 or go online to smileman.com. Dot com. That's man with two N's. Smileman.com is the website. We're taking a quick break and we'll be back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. We are talking about healthy start and uh, how we can have a healthy start to 2020. But Dr. Mann, uh, the Healthy Start program is for toddlers and children, and it helps treat these sleep breathing disorders. What are some signs and symptoms that parents may want to be on the lookout for when it comes to these disorders? Yeah, the signs and symptoms are something that are very important because you don't think of them as being a sleep breathing disorder, some of them, but some of them are very obvious. So let's start out with the obvious ones, snoring. Your child should not snore. No child should be snoring. If your child is snoring, that's a major, major, major indication that there's a sleep breathing disorder going on. I would highly recommend that you call our office for a consult or talk to your uh, pediatrician. Some pediatricians won't be concerned, but they should be because that is not a normal thing. Um, uh, if they're sick, for instance, and they're snoring, possibility that that's okay. But if they're if it's an habitual thing where they're staying sick all the time and they're constantly snoring, more than likely sleep breathing disorder, grinding of the teeth. We we can hear that a lot too. Um, in our children, that's another sign or another indication that a sleep breathing disorder could be going on. Um, breathing through the mouth. Now, this is going to take the uh, parent going into the room. A lot of these are and listening different times throughout. A lot of times we're putting our kids down early, six o'clock, seven o'clock, which most parents should be at the early ages in life. Um, go in throughout the night, okay, up until you go to bed. Watch your child. Are they tossing and turning a lot? Are they sweating? Are they breathing through their mouth? Are they just, in general, a restless sleeper? If snoring, things like that, that would be a telltale obvious sign that a sleep breathing disorder is going on and it possibly needs to be addressed. Um, some of the other th things that most people don't consider would consider um, thinking that it was a sleep breathing disorder problem. One of the big things is dark circles under the eyes. So if you have child or children that have a lot of dark circles under their eyes, it could be one or two things. could be allergies, could be a sleep breathing disorder, or a combination of both. A lot of times they, they, they breed each other. If you're a mouth breather, you get a lot of allergies, but that's also a sleep breathing disorder. So if you solve that problem, your allergies can go away. Um, the other thing is enlarged tonsils. You know, a lot of times the parents can't look back there. They can't see it. Um, enlarged tonsils is another sign of sleep breathing disorder. That means you could be a constant mouth breather, which causes all the allergens to collect in the tonsils, which keeps them, keeps them enlarged. Um, also, bedwetting. Um, if your child is past the time that they should be um, 
potty trained and they're bedwetting at night, that's a telltale sign that they have some form of sleep breathing disorder. If you're struggling with that and you're a parent, give our office a call, set up an appointment. All it is is an easy, it's an easy, easy fix usually. The earlier you, earlier you address it, the easier it is to fix. The longer it goes on, the harder it is to fix and the more time it takes to, to get that habit to stop. Um, but most of that occurs because of mouth breathing. If your child is bedwetting, look and see if they're not mouth breathing during the day and or at night. Um, but that's a major sign. Another sign, ADHD. Um, believe it or not, a lot of studies show the correlation between sleep breathing disorders and ADHD. Now think about the medications that are given to kids with ADHD. What do they give them? Uppers. Okay. You know, those Ritalins and things like that, some of the other drugs are using, they're all stimulants. Okay. Now, think about it. If your child was ADHD, why would you give them a stimulant to make them more, uh, you know, attention deficit or hyperactive? Well, they, they don't get enough sleep. They're tired. And their tiredness acts out differently than what we as adults acts out. We get tired. We get sleepy. We start yawning. We get a little out of it. They present opposite. Okay, so um, that could be a telltale sign. Before I went and put a child on medication, I would make sure they didn't have these sleep breathing disorders for ADHD. If you're having speech impediment problems, that could also be a sign. Um, and, and you feel like your child is struggling with that, it could be a sign of a sleep breathing disorder. T tied um, tongue, what we call um, tongue tied. Um, some of these things can be easily addressed and make that, that sleep breathing disorder go away. But um, as a parent, Look out for those things, and if you are having a child experiencing any of those things, I would highly recommend that you that you get an appointment for a consult. Yeah, that's a wonderful suggestion. And all right, let's get to treatment. So, you know, you've gone through a litany of these sleep breathing disorders. How does Healthy Start treat those? Healthy Start treats it very easily. We start out with something called a habit corrector. And a habit corrector is a mouthpiece that the toddler and or you know, ch children or young adult would wear at night, okay, to help offset these habits. Some of the habits that we say are mouth breathing. So there is, uh, you know, something on that appliance that keeps kids from mouth breathing. It forces them to breathe through their nose. As you breathe through your nose, you develop your upper airway, and you're also producing something called nitrous oxide, which is an anti-inflammatory. So that actually keeps your um, adenoids and your tonsils um, smaller because of that nitrous oxide, you're breathing through your mouth again we talked about all the allergens being collected in the tonsils the other thing about this habit corrector is it it has these two prongs and it keeps your tongue from tongue thrusting a lot of kids have a problem with tongue thrusting especially if they have large tonsils that's what caused that open bite that we talked about earlier it will actually force the tongue to the roof of the mouth now what does that do well it's a natural palatal expander what do we like we like the palate to be wide a narrow palate is very, very bad, um, especially because that's part of your airway, and, but it, and it's also part of your skeleton. We like the face to be full, and for order, in order for that to happen, your palate has to expand, okay? And that's your upper, upper arch in your mouth. The tongue is a natural palatal expander, okay? The, um, uh, the, in our society, um, we start eating solid foods later than we should. We also stay on the bottle later than we should, and we do sippy cups now. And and, and so what that does is it, it stops the progression of the lower jaw moving out 
are, are growing out. And the reason for that is you can think about it. When you're sucking on pacifiers or sippy cups and or bottles for a long period of time, you're pulling that jaw back, okay? But our society, slowly that jaw is, is slowly not growing out like it needs to be. Well, that habit corrector positions the jaw forward at night, which creates what we call condylar growth, which helps with the growth of that jaw out. Now, what does that do? It develops the airway and it develops the jaw so that it's in the proper position, which is so, so important. We can do all the braces we want and straighten teeth, but we have a hard time once a, uh, um, a patient reaches a certain age of getting the growth and the skeletal uh, position that we need without surgery. So it's very, very important to to detect these, but this habit corrector positions the jaw so that we get that growth. Um, it also in a, it also fixes certain things like overbites and open bites and things like that we have. But this is a really simple. We don't even have to take impressions. It's by age category, and it's just a simple rubber um, mouthpiece that the patient wears that will solve a lot of these problems. Wow, that sounds simple enough. I've got more questions about that, Dr. Mann, but we do need to take a break. If you want to find more information out about the Healthy Start program, you can call the office, 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. You can also go online to smileman.com, smileman.com. Remember, that's man with two N's, Smileman. We've got to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. You can find more about him at smileman.com. Man with two N's, smileman.com. He is head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking all about the Healthy Start program. This is related to sleep breathing disorders and toddlers and children and how to correct those. We've gone over some signs and symptoms to be on the lookout for Dr. Mann and also uh, how Healthy Start treats these sleep breathing disorders. Um, and you, you also mentioned some things that this habit corrector, that uh, it's a small device that is worn to help treat these disorders, um, that it, it serves multiple functions. Um, can you go into those again as well? Yeah, yeah. So it helps stop mouth breathing. That's the main thing. Right. Because um, a large amount of people with sleep breathing dis disorders are mouth breathers. Um, it helps stop the tongue thrust that we talked about. There's there's something that positions the tongue in the proper place, which is the palate. Moves the lower jaw into the correct position it should be at night, which opens the airway up, which helps oxygen get uh, better flow into the lungs so that the, 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 uh, the, the patient doesn't... Um, wake up a lot of times when we don't get enough oxygen whether you're a child or an adult your body's going to wake up because it has to have enough oxygen now most people don't remember waking up or they wake up into a light sleep but a lot of the kids don't get the REM they need because they're constantly in light sleep they can't get into the deep sleep because when you're in deep sleep or in or in REM you have a very shallow breath and what happens is when you do that shallow breathing Okay, you can't keep your airway open if you have sleep breathing disorders. So this this device keeps that airway open so that those apneas aren't occurring, and then it, you get a better night's sleep. So those black circles that we see around the eyes suddenly go away. Um, bedwetting starts going away because if you take away the mouth breathing, 
and you keep the patient in REM and you're getting the endocrine system rejuvenated because of the REM, you see bedwetting usually go away. Yeah. And that's one thing uh, since doing this program with you, Dr. Rand, that's just uh, it really baffles me that bedwetting can be related to a, a sleep breathing disorder. But um, you've seen so many instances where uh, doing healthy start and putting that habit corrector in solves the issue. Yes. The earlier, the better, as I studied earlier um, with bedwetting. If, if, if you're if you're a parent out there and you're uh, trying really hard and you're having a hard time uh, getting your toddler um, to not wet the bed at night, but they're doing good during the day. I would highly recommend you come in for consult because that's a real good telltale sign that they have a sleep breathing disorder and it can be easily solved. The longer you go, the older that the, the uh, toddler gets until the young uh, child, the harder it is going to be, even with the, with the um, uh, healthy start, the longer they're going to have to wear that and break that habit. So, but we get a lot of results, uh, good results with uh, six to eight, even 10 year olds coming in and getting into the habit corrector and getting the bedwetting stopped. It's a very embarrassing thing. You know, it's not one of those things that a lot of um, people want to talk about, but it's not good for the child. They can't go over, have sleepovers. They're embarrassed about continuing to do it. And medication will work short time. A pediatrician can usually write medication, but it usually only works for a short period of time. But the sleep um, uh, breathing disorder, if it's corrected with the Healthy Start um, appliance, that's something that lasts because you're correcting the habit that's causing it. And it's usually mouth breathing and poor sleep. Yeah, those are the the two things that tend to cause that, and this helps solve that issue. Um, we also talked about alignment and uh, how these uh, habit correctors and the Healthy Start program can help in that regard. Uh, what does that mean for those people who are um, you know worried about braces? Yes, that's great because hey, getting the the joint. I mean, excuse me, the um, skeletal, the jaws, and the proper position is is the major major battle but the good thing about healthy start is there's a second um what we call customized rubber piece that we start children as soon as their permanent teeth start coming in that move those teeth into what we call the center of the ridge or the center of the skeleton and that's in the proper position that's where we want it and we can move those teeth very quickly because the teeth haven't fully developed, so they move very quickly. Once the roots fully develop and um, the, what we call these fibers come in and attach, the teeth are very hard to move. Then it's going to take what we call traditional braces. Traditional braces move the teeth. The problem is they stretch those fibers, okay? And as they stretch those fibers, once the braces are off, guess where those fibers want to go? back to where they were before. So if we don't wear a retainer and we don't, we're not adamant about wearing retainers, they tend, our, t- our teeth tend to get crooked again. Well, with Healthy Start, we move the teeth before those fibers attach. So we don't see a lot of the rebound and teeth getting crooked after they become straight. The good news about that is if you use this, you're using it at night and very little during the day to get those teeth straight as they're coming in. Uh, about 94% of all of the patients who are in the Healthy Start alignment never have to have braces. So they're not having to wear traditional braces, which is really good because um, uh, no one who's a teenager first wants to brush their teeth good 
They fight the parents nonstop. And they, uh, you, you really have to fight them to even get braces on. There's a very few that want to get them, but, but um, I'm fighting my son right now, telling him, "Hey, you need to wear your healthy start because you're gonna have to have braces." And he goes, "I don't want braces, Dad." You know, so, so it's it's a good um, alternative to braces. Um, and if we get the patient in, the earlier we get them in, the better the results. I have a lot of patients that have gone through healthy start, and they've been to an orthodontist for an evaluation, and they say no need for braces. Wow, that's incredible. As someone who's worn braces, uh, I I would be ecstatic. With you wore for a long time too, <laughs> and right? as uh, as a parent, I would be ecstatic not to pay for braces. <laughs> oh that, yes, that exactly. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Well, Doctor Man, um, I know there's a website, thehealthystart.com. If folks want to find yep, out more, thehealthystart.com will answer all your questions about sleep breathing disorders and also about the alignment of the teeth, the second phase. So feel free to go, and you can actually just. Um, go in and, and search their website and even request um, if if you're a listener outside of our area and you're you know you don't want to drive into Cary Raleigh area um, you could probably find a you know just put in your um, zip code and they'll they'll find a dentist that can provide it for you excellent and so. if you want to find more information about Dr. Mann you can head on over to smileman.com man with two ends smileman.com and if you want to schedule an appointment you can do that online or call the office 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. Doctor Man has three wonderful offices: one in Cary at three fifteen East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway seventy, and the new office in Fuquay off of four hundred one near Judd Parkway. Those are uh, some great locations for folks to visit you, Dr. Mann, and get things settled up. Uh, We're just about out of time, but what do we have on tap for next week? Well, we talked about solving sleep breathing disorders in children. Next week, we're going to talk about sleep breathing disorders in adults. Ah, That's something that I think a lot of us can identify with. I look forward to that program next week, Dr. Mann. We hope you'll join us as well. We do this every Sunday at 4.30. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a wonderful day.